He was and is and always will be God with us, Emmanuel. About 90 years ago, in December 1927, an American submarine, an S-4 class, was sunk off Cape Cod. It was not sunk by any enemy destroyer, but by one of their own Coast Guard fleet. And it was feared that every single person was lost. But as they sent lifeboats and others to try and see if there were any survivors, they heard knocking at the front of the submarine. And they discovered that there were six men in the front torpedo section that were still alive, but only just because by this time the water was coming in and the oxygen supply was getting less and less. And so they ended up tapping on the side of the submarine and they sent out a message and it simply says this, is there any hope in Morse code? And the people in the lifeboats tried to communicate back and say, yes, we're doing all we can. Is there any hope? And that's probably one of the most important questions to ask, isn't it? As a world today, as we've thought at different parts throughout our service tonight, is there any hope? What a messy world we're living in. Humanly speaking, as you look forward to 2019, it's hard to see the world climate becoming any better. Wars, famine, so much trouble politically. The world is just in a mess. Is there any hope? What hope is there for our community here in G66, here in Kirky? We know that the council is struggling just to maintain vital services. We're unsure about what's going to happen with Brexit. And again, the whole future seems very uncertain, even here where we are tonight. But I suppose I want us to ask the question, is there any hope for each and every one of us eternally and from a spiritual perspective. Because ultimately, as we've heard tonight, that's what's at the heart of the Christmas story. One of the great hymn writers was John Wesley. And here's a little picture of him in his deathbed. And uh, below his grave and the monument in Bunhill Field in North London, where he's buried alongside a number of other famous people. But probably the last words that he spoke on March the 2nd, 1791, he opened his eyes and for the very last time spoke to those that were gathered around his bed. And he simply says this, the best of all is this, God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. 
And of course, that's the story that we have read tonight, isn't it? An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Is there any hope? And the response in a Christmas service such as this has surely got to be, yes, there is hope, because Emmanuel, God, is with us. And that means that God is with us wherever we are. It means that God is with us whenever. And God is with us whatever as we look forward to the year that lies ahead. God is with us wherever. I've been fascinated this Christmas in particular, although I'm sure you've thought about it lots and lots of times. But just again reminded of the fact, even as I was sharing this morning, that Bethlehem was a nobody time. I mean, a lot of people had never even heard of Bethlehem. Certainly in the context of the world stage, Bethlehem was hardly even on the map. In fact, it might not have been on the map, even if there were maps existing in those days. But I thought, if this great, mighty God that Bola was talking about at the start of the service is willing to come to a nobody place, to a Bethlehem, And in the midst of that nobody place, we can say, Emmanuel, God is with us here. Then surely each and every one of us, whatever our place, whatever our context, whatever our situation, we can say by faith, Emmanuel, God with us. So whatever your family circumstance, whatever your job context, whatever our community and our world looks like in the year that lies ahead, wherever we are, wherever we find ourselves, because of the Christmas story, we can say, Emmanuel, God with us in that place. But it's also true, isn't it? Whenever. It reminds me of that lovely little psalm, Psalm 121, one of the most beautiful little psalms in the whole of the Bible, but reminds us that God is with us all of the time. The Lord is your shade upon your right hand, the psalmist says. The Lord will not slumber by night. Whenever we feel, perhaps that we're on our own, the Lord will watch your going out and you're coming in from this day forth and forevermore. So, not just when we're here in this building with one another, but in the darkest of the night and in the darkest part of our lives in the months that lie ahead, we can say by faith, 
Emmanuel, God with us. But also, God is with us whatever the circumstance. And I think that's the most encouraging part of the story. God isn't only with us in the good times, but he's with us in the toughest of times. Earlier on this week, I had lunch with one of my best pals who's quite a bit younger than I am. And humanly speaking, is not likely to see another Christmas. And as I sat and had lunch with her, I said, do you know, you must feel, well, I don't know how you must feel. And she said to me, David, I've really stopped asking all of those questions because ultimately all they do screw up your head. What if, if only, what if this next medicine is as bad? She says, in the end, all that matters to me in 2019, for as long as I've got, is to know that God will walk this journey with me. That's all that matters. And so I came away a little bit rebuked as we reflected a little bit on these verses. Ultimately, what matters for any one of us is that not just wherever or whenever, but whatever, because of Christmas, we can say God is with us. And later on in the week, I went up to see one of our own members in the Beatson. And uh, I decided again I would just read from these verses and remind Susan of this great truth that whatever lies before her in the coming weeks, in the coming months, that God is with her. And so I prayed. And I hadn't even got up out of my seat when the lady from across the ward came over and interrupted and said, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I was listening to what you read from the Bible and to your prayer. It's one of those things where you're very self-conscious whenever you're praying in hospital. You're conscious that other people can hear. But in the midst of her own situation, which almost certainly was another difficult situation, she said to Susan and to I, yeah, that's really all that matters is what you've been reading tonight. And it is all that matters. Is there any hope for the world? Is there any hope for our community? Is there any hope for you and I? Only because Emmanuel, God is with us. And through the songs that we have sung and through what Femi and others have expressed, we've been reminded, haven't we, that at the heart of this Christmas story is a God who sent Jesus into our world that one day he would die on a Roman cross so that all the wrong stuff that we have done could be forgiven. And by faith, we can seek his forgiveness and invite him to come into our lives so that he will forgive us and we can know him as a friend, as a savior, as Lord. Not just tonight, but forever. So that each and every one of us 
can go through this Christmas into another year and we can say by faith, Emmanuel, God is with us. And in that, we have hope. Amen. We're going to listen to our last family tonight from the Philippines. And they're going to come now just and share with us.